what he's done for me. this week sometime this week I want you to read Revelation chapter 5 because what we just witnessed fits like hand in glove to Revelation chapter 5 where John the Apostle is caught up in the spirit to the third heaven and John looks on the throne and hears a voice come out of the throne who is worthy to receive the book. And John said, I looked around, I looked in the heaven, I looked on earth, and I looked under the earth, and none was worthy. And John said, I started crying. Then a lamb got up. And the lamb is Jesus Christ. And he received the book. And all heaven, earth, and hell fell down and worshipped the lamb. We're here on Sunday to worship the lamb. And the Lamb is the Lord Jesus Christ. We're here to say you're worthy of all praise, all glory, all honor, all adoration. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy. Worthy. I said he's worthy. I said he's worthy. we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for this great Lord's Day. Thank you, Lord God, for what our ears have heard and our hearts have felt. Thank you for our great visitors, Senator Bono and Associates, and our co-laborers in the gospel. We pray that you will speak to us through your word. In Jesus' name, amen may be seated. Let's give our choir a hand clap. Let's give it. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 You better know why you shout. Amen. It's not the organ. It's not the singing. It's not the preacher. But when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all 
loving me. This morning, with the help of the Holy Spirit, we'll be in Psalm 136. Psalm 136 in the book of Psalms. If you want to know how to get to the book of Psalms quickly, just put your two fingers in the middle of your Bible and open it up. Psalm 136 and verse 1. When you get it, say amen. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. A praise for his pardon, pity, and pull out. A praise for his pardon, his pity, and his pull out. Recognition is a powerful blessing from God. As God enlightens us from our darkness and exposes us to our defeats and educates us to the super dynamics of the Holy Spirit. Psalm 136 is an anonymous psalm, meaning we really don't know who wrote it. It's a psalm of recognition. As the psalmist is in recognition of God's goodness and true character. And I, I am a firm believer that <clears throat> to know him is to love him. When you don't know who Jesus really is, you can't give him his just due. And the psalmist begins with a declarative statement and later begins to justify and qualify why we ought to praise his name. That is, <clears throat> there is something hidden before the healing. There is something that the psalmist himself has experienced with God before he can give God his just do. And see, I believe you got to travel through some trials and trust wars before you really know him. I was saying this morning, there's two ways that God can rid you of your burdens. He can move the mountain instantaneously or he can have you climb the mountain and see him at the top. The problem with moving the mountain too quickly is that you tend to take for granted his power. But when you gotta climb through something, when you got to navigate through struggle, and then God is waiting for you at the top, you praise him forevermore. Do I have a witness? And see, I believe that what the psalmist had in heart and in mind was that the psalmist believed that God, listen to this, was the source of all his deliverances. You got to know that the Lord is the source. In fact, in fact, he's the only source. You know, we want to give kudos and we want to give compliments to people and that's all good. But at the end of the equation, it's Jesus. Can I get a witness? 
Amen. And, 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 and the psalmist believed that God was the source, but that God also was the sovereign. He is sovereign even in our difficulties. When we go through trials and tribulations, God's got the last say so. Can I get a witness? I don't care what your doctor's saying. I don't care what your lawyer's saying. I don't care what your accountant is saying. Jesus reserves the right to, to have the last say so. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. He, he not only believed that God was the source and the sovereignty, but he believed that God was the supplier of all things that he needed. Can I get a witness? And, and, and not only did he believe the source, the sovereignty, and the supplier, listen to this, he believed that God was the sufficiency of my deficits. When I say I can't do, God said you can do. When I say I can't climb, God said you can climb. Can I get a witness? He, he is, I'm talking to somebody this morning, he is the sufficiency of all that I need. Can I get a witness? And with that hidden then comes the healing. And the healing is that the psalmist decides to address at least four areas where God has been faithful. And the Lord is faithful. Can I get a witness? I want you to take yourself out of your equation. I want you to take your parents out of your equation. I want you to take your college out of your equation. I want you to take your accomplishments out of your equation. And I only want you to see you in Jesus. Can I get a witness? It is him who has led us. It's him who has liberated us. It's him. Can I get a witness? Who has legislated for us that when we look at what the psalmist is saying here, and in the first three verses, I need to deal with this. He says, oh, give thanks. It, it is a continual refrain. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. That word Lord is Yahweh, Jehovah. Oh, give thanks to the Father of all. Yes, sir. Can I get a witness? Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Look at verse 2. Oh, give thanks unto the God of God's Elohim, the plurality of the Godhead. Genesis 1.1 says, God, and that word God, Brother Arnold, is Elohim. God in the beginning said, can I get a witness? It, it was God, the plurality of the Trinity, God, the Godhead that created the heaven and the earth. Are you getting this? So he's first speaking about Jehovah, amen, Yahweh, God the Father. Then he moves to Elohim. And then third, in verse 3, oh, give thanks to the Lord of Lords who is Adonai. That's Jesus Christ. Can I get a witness? Yeah, God the Father thought it. God the Son bought it. God the Holy Spirit sealed it. We're signed, sealed, and delivered. Can I get a witness? Yeah, and, and, and child of God, God the Father sent, listen, God the Son, God the Son came and died, went back, sent the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is the superintendent of the church age. All right. Can I get a witness? He doesn't come to witness about himself, he comes to witness about Jesus. Can I get a witness? Amen. So when you begin to look at the makeup of this psalm, there are four areas that uh, is, is, is really conversed about in this psalm, and the first is the recognition of God's call, verses 1 to 9. Now hang in there with me, it's a creative call and confirms that through everything, God rules. Are you with me? It's a creative call. Look what he says. Verse 4, to him who alone doeth great wonders for his mercy endureth forever. Whatever God does, mercy follows. Yes, sir. Qualifying what he did. Yes, sir. I'm preaching up in here. He says, oh, give thanks, refrain unto the Lord for he alone is, listen to this, intrinsically good. He, he doesn't have some good in him. He is good. He is the producer of good. He is intrinsically good. I can do some good things, but everything I do is not good. I'm not intrinsically good. 
I'm preaching up in this place. But God is intrinsically good, and from the goodness flows enduring mercy. Are you getting this picture? Now, what is mercy? I'm glad you asked. Grace is love we don't deserve, for by grace are you saved. But mercy is not giving us what we do deserve. I'm preaching up in this place. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. That's why the old folks say mercy suits my case. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can I get a witness? It's, it's out of his mercy that the psalmist is talking about. Look at this in verse 5. He deals with verse 4, the wonders, the wisdom in verse 5, and he begins the works in verse 6. It's the works of creation to him who stretched out the earth above the waters. That is, he fashioned the firmament in Genesis 1. He legislated the lights in Genesis 1. He brings the cosmos out of, uh, uh, amen, chaos. He calls order out of disorder. When everything was topsy-turvy, upside down, chaotic and confused, dark and dysfunctional, the Bible says, and the Spirit of God moved across the face of the deep and brought, listen, order from ruin. That's what God does in our lives. He looks at our lives as chaotic, confused, topsy-turvy, upside down, wreck and ruin. And when we let him in, and we got to let him in, when we say, Jesus, come into my life and save you. Jesus, I'm a sinner saved by God. Jesus, I believe you died for my sins. Come in. Be my Savior. He then begins to remake, reshape, remold, recreate us from wreck and ruin, from chaos and confusion, from disorder to order. Can I get a witness? See, this is one of the arguments against people saying they're saved and not changing. You cannot say you save and not change because salvation is of the Lord. Jonah said that, didn't he? Yes, sir. Salvation has nothing to do with you. Salvation is letting the Lord in, and when the Lord comes in, he's bringing changes. He changes your direction. He changes your diet. He changed. I'm preaching up in here. He, can I get a witness? He, he's bringing changes, things I used to do. Now it takes change. It takes time for these changes. But he's bringing changes. He called us out of darkness. Now let me, let me, let me explain what that means. Ek, call. Call us out. Prepositions are directional, right? Right? Eight parts of speech, English, 100, 101, you're with me? He called us out of darkness. When God calls you out of something, he's automatically calling you to something. He never calls you out and leave you there. He's calling you out of to send you in another direction towards something else. He snatched me from hell, and now I'm going to heaven. Can I get a witness? So when you say, I'm saved, like some people say, amen, you imply that the God of love, and he does love humanity, he has come into my life, and he has snatched me from, but you ain't going nowhere. You got faith with no fruit. I'm preaching now. You claim to know the master, but there's no master changes in your life. Something's wrong with your salvation. Can I get a witness? Child of God, when you look at this scripture, he's called us from darkness, wreck, ruin. My life, before I got saved, both in the military and after the military, I was a recipient, citizen, amen, of darkness. Go ahead, Pastor. Now, I'm dealing with the total depravity of man. Theological term. Total depravity means you and I can do nothing to please God. 
Nothing. Nothing. So when God called me out of darkness, he gave me the ability to walk in light. You can't have light and darkness. Are you with me this morning? He not only called me from darkness, he called me from, amen, my difficulty. There were some habits, hindrances, and history that messed me up. You know, people come to me and say, well, I'm thinking about getting married. What's the first thing I ought to do? I say, first thing you ought to do is pray. Second thing you ought to do, as Sister Gordon says, do a 411 before you have to do a 911. Get some information on the person's history. Are you praying with me? Don't sit up in no restaurant eating prime rib and salmon and lobster and, and, and you sitting there with Jack the Ripper. You, 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 you better study the history. Well, 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 how did that conversation go, Senator Bono? Well, uh, excuse me, I just met you. Can you please tell me all the guys you dated? All the girls you were with? And if they go past 10, back out and get out of there. And if they've been married twice, get out of there. Oh, I'm preaching up in this place. Can I get a witness? Well, how many times have you been married? 10? And here you, the 11th prospect. You, you, you need to pay attention to what? To history. This is called the History Channel. What makes you think you're going to change them when the first 10 couldn't change them? I'm preaching up in this place. The psalmist recognizes that God has called us out of darkness, out of difficulty and out of dysfunction. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Some of us are not bad people, we just dysfunctional. Now the word dysfunctional will surprise you because a whole lot of us came out of dysfunctional families. But we don't wanna, we don't, we don't wanna say that. Well, I didn't come from a dysfunctional family. You are dysfunctional. The way you reason is dysfunctional. Are you kidding me? Here's dysfunction. Praise Jesus, I love you. You run up down the aisle, they get in the parking lot, you get ready to cuss somebody out. That's something, something, something dysfunctional about that. I have some dysfunctional ways. I'm dead serious. We got to keep praying, isn't that right? We, listen, we are messed up. I was taking my daughter to college yesterday, and this big truck come past with all these men, and they pulled the side door, and they said, yo, you, would you like a ride? And I'm up in New York. You know I'm from Philly. I said, no, nah, I don't want to ride. I said, they give me in that truck and roll me. And then it dawned on me, these men work for the college, so they spotted me and figured, well, he's a little older. Let's give him a ride. <laughs> and, and look, here I am back in the streets of Philly thinking they're trying, to, they're trying to get over on me. We're just as dysfunctional as we can be. You know, when 9-11 hit, and that was a tragedy, I had to catch a plane the next, the next week, 9-11, and I'm sitting up in first class, and I'm, I'm looking at everybody like this, like, go on, try it. Go, go, go on and try it. Pull something out now. And this one guy, he was from the Middle East, he was sitting there looking at me, and I was like this, go on, try it. Go on, try it. I watched him the whole flight. Now, you know that's dysfunctional. Some, something's wrong with that picture. We, we got some stuff up with us. I keep looking at some of y'all, y'all. Y'all look kind of strange out there at times. Lord, have mercy. But, but check it out. Check it out. He, 
He recognizes the call of God. Let me go back to the hidden. And let me say something about recognition. You can't look out at others to criticize them unless you first looked at yourself. When you can clear the slate that nothing's wrong with you, then you can look out. You can't look out, nor can you look in till you look up. Isaiah said, in the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah 6, I saw the Lord. Now, what happened when he saw the Lord? He said, and I found myself, listen, humbled with ashes. Woe is me. I'm unclean. When you look at Jesus, you come back seeing that you're unclean. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah, so there was a recognition of God's call, but secondly, there's a recognition of God's covenant, 10 to 15. That, not that God rules, but God is reliable. His promises. I wish I had time to talk about his promises. His promises cannot fail. Can I get a witness? His promises is the power of my life. If he said it, that ends it, and I stand on it. Can I get a witness? He promised he would never leave me nor forsake me. He promised when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord would raise up a standard again. He promised no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. He promised. He said, if you tithe, I'm preaching now. He said in Second uh, uh, Corinthians, Amen. Uh, I mean, in Galatians six, that if you sow, you will reap. His promises are yea and Amen. What What do you mean by God is reliable? Well, His covenant, first of all, ten to twelve, is to protect us to Him that smote Egypt in their firstborn. Now look at this. Here's why He smote Egypt, verse ten, for His mercy. Endure forever. Israel, there was nothing special about you. You weren't, you, you weren't mighty in number. You weren't righteous than anybody else. Can I get a witness? It's his mercy. His, his covenant to perform, 13 and 14. Look what it says. Hang in there with me now. And brought it out Israel, that's why it's covenantal, verse 11, from among them for his mercy endures forever with a strong hand and a stretched out arm, his mercy endures forever to him which divided the Red Sea into parts for his mercy endures for Israel uh, forever verse 14 and made Israel to pass through the midst of it for his mercy endures forever overthrew Pharaoh the host in the Red Sea for his what here's the refrain his mercy endures forever hallelujah there's a recognition of his call, there's a recognition of his covenant, but then third, 16 to 21, there's a recognition of his counsel. He rebukes. Look at verse 16. To him which led, anytime you see that word led, it's got something to do with counsel. You know how God counsels us? He leads us. He leads us like a lamb. Can I get a witness? He leads us beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads us in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Do I have a witness? He, look, look how he leads. He leads us by his counsel. Look, look what it says real quick, because I'm trying to get to the last part. He overthrew Pharaoh. He led his people through the wilderness, place of instruction for his mercy endures forever. Now don't miss verse 16, because the word wilderness means that God is about to teach you something going to lead you out in the middle of nowhere. No water, no food, no friends. But it's there. He's going to teach you something. He's going to teach you that he's able. He's going to teach you that he's all powerful. He's going to teach you that he's too wise to make a mistake. Can I get a witness? He led them. Led them where? To liberty. Verse 17. Hang in there with me. To him which smote great kings for his mercy endured forever. Slew famous kings for his mercy endured forever. Verse 19. Sihon, bad boy of the Amorites. 
Ah, king of Bashan, verse 20, bad boy, amen. And here, here is verse 21, and gave their land for heritage. Why? For his mercy. I'm going to take your enemy, destroy him, and I'm going to take what belongs to them and give it to you because I'm merciful. Do you hear God talking to you? You won't want for nothing. When I finish, I'm going to lay right in your lap what you didn't ask for. Can I get it? I'm going to bless you beyond your imagination. I'm going to give you what you didn't pray for. I'm going to bring what you didn't call for. Can I, I dare you to trust me in the midst of trials. I, I dare you to wait on me when all hell's breaking out. I, I dare you, amen, to consult me when you get in trouble. I'm going to liberate you freely. Why are you doing all this, Lord? I'm glad you asked because his mercy endures forever. So we see the call, we see the covenant, the counsel. But here's the part that messes me up. There's a recognition of his compassions. Hmm. Jeremiah said his mercies are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies. I, I don't know if you're getting this. What God gave me yesterday, Saturday, is gone. When I woke up this morning, he said, here's a whole new batch of mercies. Can I get a witness? Here's, here's a whole new, yeah. Here are new privileges you don't deserve. What I should be doing is killing you, but I'm strengthening you because, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is intrinsically good, and his mercy endureth forever. Now, 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 child of God, as we bring this thing to a close, look what it says, it, come, come on now, look what it says, amen, in verse 23, who remembered us in our low Esteem. Now, 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 women, what in the world is low estate? I, I, I start tracing my lexicon. I start figuring out what, what, what is low estate. Well, don't turn in Deuteronomy 7, 7. The Lord did not set his, amen, love on Israel because they were more numerous than any other nation. Amen. In Deuteronomy 9, 4 and 5, he said, don't think in your heart that the reason I'm casting my love on you is because you're righteous. You're in ruin. You have no righteousness. You're ridiculous. But because of my mercy, I keep remembering your low esteem. Can I stop Paul's and talk for a minute? See, amen, in my everyday prayer, that's not low estate. Hey, hey, amen, when I'm searching the Lord out, or when I come to worship and hear good music and, and I hear the word and I'm rejoicing in him, that's not low estate. Low estate is when you helpless, hopeless, hell bound, hindered, history is all messed up. Can I get a witness? Low estate means you can do nothing to get out of your situation. Low estate means that if God doesn't come to you, you're going to hell. Low estate means that you're in a big trouble. Can I get a witness? He says, and I remembered you in your low estate. 
That's when you was at the verge of dying. That's when you was at the verge of getting hooked up. That's when you was at the verge of messing up. That's when you was at the verge of getting, amen, strung out. That's when you was at the verge of getting AIDS. That's when you was at the verge of going to jail. That's when you was at the verge of melting because of your mess. I, I'm, I'm preaching to somebody this morning. Can I get a witness? See, when I look back at my life, I'm praising him. Because I could have been on a needle in the military. I could have been sniffing something. Can I get a witness? I could have had AIDS and messed up. But God, who's rich, any rich, he's mighty rich in mercy. Well, wait a minute, preacher. He remembered us in our low estate. See, the problem with the congregation, some of y'all don't even have a low estate. At least you say so. The reason God can't get the glory, because you won't tell the whole story. Can I get a witness? You're a liar, and the truth ain't in you. Can I get a witness? Let me tell you who gets converted. Amen. Whores get converted. Prostitutes get converted. Liars get converted. Drug dealers get converted. Criminals get converted. And such were some of you. But you've been washed in the blood. Yeah. Washed. 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 In the blood, in the blood, I'm coming in now. I've had some low estates where I couldn't walk. I had some low estates where I couldn't maneuver. In fact, I got so low, I was crawling. Can I get a witness? I got so low, I didn't know how I was gonna make it. I got so low. I didn't know how I was going to make it, but God, but God, but God lifted me up, pulled me up, turned my life around, say yeah, say yeah, say yeah. He remembered me in my low estate. When the marriage wouldn't work, when the ministry wouldn't work, when the money wouldn't work, when the children was acting out, when my body was sick, I was in trouble. How many of you been in trouble? In a low, in a low, in a low estate. But he remembered me. Turn to your neighbor and tell him he remembered me. He not only remembered me, but he rescued me. He pulled me If it had not been 
for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? I was at the point of death when he pulled me out. I was ready to give up, but he pulled me out. Some of you was getting ready to commit suicide, but he pulled you. He pulled you out. Let's stay on our feet. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Another psalm, another psalm says, and let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Is every head is bowed, eyes closed. If you're here and you want to be saved, Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, died for your sins on Calvary's cross, was buried, rose again with all power in his hands. Raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. Don't go to hell. Jesus said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Raise your hand. Is there one? Or perhaps you want to join our church in Christian experience. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Is there one? I see your hands. Come on up. Church, say amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Oh, Lordy, Lordy. Come on up, honey. Oh, Lord. I just had to I just had to leave my baby. Maybe I'll take these babies. Is, is there another? Is there another? Jesus is Lord. He's the God of the call. He's the God of the covenant. He's the God of the counsel. But he's the God of compassion. Isn't he compassionate? He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor has rewarded us according to our iniquities. But he's been good. Listen at the musician. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is intrinsically good, and his mercy endureth forever. Is there another? You want to give your life to Christ? Join the church. We love you. We in full numbers. We're back. We need you. We love you. Thank you. Praise God. Thank you for coming up. Can we have one of our ministers follow Dan, please? Thank you, brother. Praise Jesus. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God. Now listen. Core will be covered. I'm going to Charlotte, North Carolina to sell some barbecue. Um, pray for pastor, pray for our contingency. And uh, if you have youth, 12 to 17, make sure they're here second Friday so we can have a great explosion of youth. Amen? Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Uh, Senator Bono, will you step out, please? Thanks for being our guest this morning. Bless you. And let's, let's all, can't, Sister Garrison, you're quiet, but you can carry a heavy stick. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Let's look to the Lord. Pray for me. I got to catch a plane. Amen. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the reminder of the psalmist who had a hidden treasure that you were his source, his sovereignty, his supplier and sufficiency. Therefore, he could sing about your mercy. So God, as we leave this place, but never your presence, dismiss us with your choices benediction. And we thank you for Calvary's cross. In Jesus' name, amen. Come and greet Senator Bono. God bless you. Thank you. Safe trip. Okay, thank you.
Love you guys. Love you, bro. Welcome back. Dog, you know, you know, dog, you know my dad, right? Dog, look, look, he remembered us in our lowest state. That lowest state, dog. Yeah, 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 I got it.